Hey folks, Sean here. And in this episode, I want to talk to you about design patterns, but more specifically, the fact that you're going to miss some when it comes to creating your SaaS application, turning that into a business, and why that's okay. Now, this comes to you live from me having learned about a rather obvious one that I missed when designing my SaaS application podcast show notes, which summarizes the podcast episodes into titles, descriptions, summaries, key points, all that kind of good stuff. And I've got a fair number of users using the product. If you want to check it out, it's a podcast show notes.ai. Leverages artificial intelligence, as you might imagine. I've been using it for myself to solve my own problem for my podcasting agency, which is called Podcast Chef. But in terms of the user base, the paying customers I have for podcast show notes, a support Ticket came my way through my email channel. I think it was actually yesterday or maybe it was over the weekend. But anyway, we did something about it today. And what that message said, it was from one of my paying customers who was on my higher tier. They had canceled or failed to renew or something along those lines. So we had deactivated their account because it was just, it was attempting to charge a card that was expired or something like that. And the support request came in and it said something to the extent of, we had an account for a while and now we're locked out and we can't access what is in your software that we had processed previously, even though we're not necessarily wanting to process more at the moment. I can't access what the tool created for me previously, the stuff that I had already paid for. And I, it, it took a moment to just like step back and think about that because that use case so far hadn't come up, or at least I hadn't thought about it because I designed the product both for me and my other business. I have been using it on a regular basis, but I need it. So I hadn't thought that had I canceled my account, what happens to what I've already paid for, what I've already done or used in the product? Should I or should I not have access to that? And ultimately I landed on, yes, I feel like I absolutely should have access to that. It's not really going to cost us a whole lot more to provide users with access to what they had already paid for. So the user that sent this request through our support channel was absolutely right. And I had just missed it. So that's something that despite the fact that all this experience in product, I have technical experience, I'm, I really focus intensely on making sure that we create a good UX and it's rather simple, but effective. I missed something and I missed something that now that I think about it, it's relatively obvious. All the other software applications that I use, they, for the most part, enable the same experience. What I've paid for, I can maintain access to. So I knew that we needed to do that, and it felt kind of silly, the fact that I had missed that, and it's now it seems so obvious. But the point is, regardless of the experience you have, regardless of how many times you've done this before, which for me is more than I can even count at this point, you're going to miss something too, something that seems relatively obvious, but Again, that's okay, right? Because in some instances, we get the product out there relatively quickly so that we can test and then figure things out, right? As we learn from our users, as they're experiencing the product, as they're hopefully getting value out of the product or not, that's telling. And then when our customers start paying for access to the product and using it, as they go through the entire life cycle, there's certain things that we may or may not test 100% and we can find out about those later and that's okay, right? The key though, is to make sure that you keep your support channels active and that you're monitoring them so that when those requests come in, you can stay on top of them. And if you miss something that's relatively obvious, just realize that somebody with as much experience as I have decades at this point 
misses it too, and that's totally okay, right? Work to fix it when you can. My team ended up fixing it just today. So as soon as I saw it, essentially we made the time to fix it. Now, not just that user, but everyone else has access to that functionality as well. And I've brought the experience of the product up to what I would consider to be industry standard best practice or the design pattern in terms of how that should be handled. So realize that this is going to happen. Keep your eye on your support channels, right? You don't need a ton of them. Largely, I have one and it's just email. I don't even have chat or anything like that in the software at the moment. I've got email and I've got Hotjar Analytics where they can they can include feedback while in the product. Um, so you're, these things are going to happen. Be almost, you, I want you to essentially expect them. That's okay. But it's an area and opportunity to make your product better. So this is what building with your users is all about, right? As they're using it, as they're providing you with feedback, that prevents you presents you with opportunities to make your software better. Hey folks, Sean here, and thanks for listening to this episode. I hope you got a ton of value out of it. If you did, I'd encourage you to also sign up for my free five-day email course about launching a profitable B2B SaaS application for less than $750. If you'd like to sign up for that course, you can do so at nextstep.io forward slash B2B SaaS.